Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Audie. I'm Jenna. Charles. And uh, today we're missing uh, John and Seth. We are uh, film recording this, I guess uh, not filming it, but we're recording it live at Ocon. Yep. And uh, John and Seth, who are normally on the podcast, are conducting a panel right now on uh, is the Orville the next, uh, or the Star Trek next generation of the current millennium? So, Hashtag nerd cred. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be a nice panel for them. Hopefully uh, uh, Seth is uh, uh, video recording that so we can feature a little clip of that on our sh- yeah. next show. Mm-hmm. And um, Seth was like, Wait a minute, this is technology. How do I do this? <laughs> that, is, that is not a normal Seth thing, because no. Seth is normally our, our technology guru. So yeah, I am right. slightly disappointed in him. Yes, and uh, first I tried to show it to John, and John's like, don't show me that. that Seth's going to do that. Yeah. And then Seth's yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a what? What's a camera? <laughs> <laughs> well, we, yeah, we all gotten used to you taking care of things. Yes, yeah. right. You are very good at it, Bill. Uh, between you and Seth, we we got it nailed. I'm kind of I've kind of kind of anal when it comes to stuff like that. So that's you're kind of what? Yes, a, a little. Yes. Ah. Are there children in the audience? There's one that's too small to know what I just said. Excellent. So I think we're okay. There are yeah, no well, incriminating audio yet. It is true. If you yet. watch our podcast, if you look closely, he's he's made special wood inlays on the on the table and yes, spared so. no expense. He spared no expense. <laughs> So, yes, uh, let's just get it out of the way for those of you who are here at Ocon and happen to go back and see this and read My Name, Jenna Valdez. Yes. That thump was my guns coming on <laughs> to the table as I am Laura Croft. Sir, how do you She's spell my name? Me. How do you spell? B-A-L-A-D-E-Z. An A for each dimple. Yes. Oh, that's You're a good way to remember it. Don't forget it. Uh, no, or no, else no. next time there will be consequences. Right. right. Thank you. You get you get one miss. <laughs> Maybe. That is all. Maybe one miss if you're apologetic. If you show no remorse, you're dead show, If you show no remorse, I show no remorse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, and we've been in the vendor room. Well, Jenna hasn't been in the vendor room yet, but I've been in the vendor Soon. room, and there are a lot of sharp, pointy metal things there. And so we've so, been trying to interfere and get in our way before she yeah, gets Yeah, keeping there. her out of that room because I don't want to lose my head or any other opinion. I'm not going to lie. It's a difficult uh, choice because he is so good with our video and audio, and <laughs> if we lose him, there's no point. But my name. Yes, V-A. L-A. D-E-Z. <laughs> Excellent. I think the point has been made. Yes. Let us move on. Okay. Now, uh, speaking of sharp pointy things, Audie yes. picked up a sharp pointy thing yesterday. Yes, I did. And why don't you tell us about that? Uh, I keep forgetting his name. The Ranger. Yeah, the Ranger. No? Uh, yeah. In uh, 
Yeah, uh, name Lord, of guy. The Lord of the Rings. Uh, Lord of the Rings Ranger. No, uh, uh, Viggo Mortensen's yeah. character. Yeah, yeah. 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 His character. I, God, it, I'm having a blank moment. Uh, yeah, God. we're good at this. Anyone? Oh, anyone? Shit. It's because Aragon. Aragon, yes. yes. It, now, what's, hey. what's funny about Gold that... Star. Thank you. Thank what you, is Dana. funny about that is that just happened in the sword room with about six of us. Trying like to remember. an hour or two ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it took, so, took so us all quite a while. So Boromir's sword. Bo- yeah, I... Uh, I picked it up. It just fit in my hand so right. Yeah. Okay, I'm walking out of here with this thing. Did yeah. you feel a halo? Did, like, the oh, angel I'm, sing? No, they always do for me. Excellent. <laughs> right before he lops someone's head off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as it's an orc, because they're not people, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, he's on a holy quest. I'm a holy what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. So... Ocon, we're here at Ocon. Yeah. Um, now, Jenna has not yet been to the vendor room, but she did just come from a panel. I did. Tell us about that. So, uh, I just went to a great panel about uh, from Team Human, and what they do is cosplay for charity events to inspire kids to read, uh, to just feel good about life, and to meet their favorite characters. They go here to Omaha to places like the Lydia House, which is for uh, individuals who unfortunately need a second chance and a place to stay because uh, maybe they're in a bad situation and uh, their kid they they go with their kids it's generally known as a woman's shelter ah. but they generally go with their kids uh, as, a, as a safe space trying to get out of bad situation but they've also done a lot of children's hospital events uh, we're hoping to do a podcast with them at some point because I think we've mentioned the podcast before just how rich Omaha is with cosplay um, yeah. and they, they're definitely a standard for that because what they're doing is they are taking cosplay and going to the community to make people's lives better not not just people but kids and I think that's incredibly uh, kind and amazing yeah and I think it helps the kids too that are in a bad situation it kind of gives them uh, An <clears throat> a win for the day you know yeah. uh, a high point of the day, and mm-hmm. and um, I know Linda and I have done some uh, um, charity things like that in the past. Um, we were uh, uh, ham radio operators, and so we would um, every uh, December we would go to the area hospitals and use uh, ham radio technology, what we call the North Pole Net, and we would let these kids that are in critical condition a lot of times in these hospitals or in. Uh, recovery wards and things like that uh, they could use the radios to talk to Santa Claus and we would have Santa Claus on the TV closed circuit TV but he would be at his house and we would be using um, a thing called amateur television to send the signal to the hospitals they would pump it into their closed circuit television system and then they would change the channel in the kids room and they could see Santa Claus talking to him and uh, the greatest thing of all is when we would have technical difficulties with the TV channel <laughs> because it would be kind of snowy and going in and out. And we'd yeah. say, oh, yeah, big storms at the North Pole. And the kids would like, oh, yeah. And then we would use our radios, and they would talk on the radio to Santa, and then Santa would answer them on the TV. And, you know, we would come back year after year, and uh, you, you, would, you would hear from these hospital staff about how you were there, and that was all the kids talked about for the next month was the fact that they talked yeah. to Santa Claus. So it does make a big difference in their it lives, does. you know, especially when they're going through a lot of these surgeries, you know, and it's just 
just wears on you and breaks you down. And so having a little something to look forward to like that is really good. I uh, remember when Children's Hospital was being developed um, because I was a freshman, sophomore in high school at the time. And every floor of Children's Hospital, they took art from a school to for a theme on every floor. Wow. Um, whether it be like birds or kites or something. And uh, Scott Catholic was cho- uh, chosen for oh. kites and sky. And we got to contribute art towards that. And it was amazing. And that's how I got introduced to their art cart. Uh, so you get to go around and do artwork with kids. And it was a beautiful thing, but it's also a hard thing, which is why I also admire Team Human for doing it. Because one of the panelists brought this up um, in part was sometimes you meet kids who they're not going to, you're not sure if they're going to make it. Yeah, right. Um, she was Belle at a kid's birthday party who had leukemia. Oh, right. And they had it early just for the fact that they weren't sure they were going to make it. Right. And, and that was one of the hardest things, too, that I saw that you had to have emotional endurance because um, you're providing some joy. You're right. providing a, a, a bright spot. And that you don't know how much longer they're going to They may never get better. Right. And that was the same thing we ran into in the hospital. You know, it's, it's kind of heartbreaking when you go into these rooms and these kids are hooked up to tons of machinery, you know, just keeping them going. And uh, But you got to go in. you got to go in upbeat. You can't let that get you down. you no. got to be smiley and Because it's about them. Right. It's about them, and right. that's what they were great about this panel bringing up. It's not about you and the pictures you post with your kids showing your charity work. This is about them getting some joy, having an amazing experience, and, um, you know, what you're doing that they'll remember for a lifetime. And maybe you inspire them to read more. Absolutely. Um, you inspire them to use their imaginations. Well, and the, the fun thing, I think, is a lot of these younger kids don't necessarily distinguish between a person wearing a costume and the actual character that they see on screen sometimes. So young kids particularly, when you show up in costume as a certain superhero, they believe you are that superhero, you know, and they'll come up and they'll go, oh, I love your latest movie, you know, and we heard that in uh, the Team Human panel we went to. And, you know, they would, they said, we always respond, I love my movie too, you know, and high five them, you know, which is hilarious. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's what you got to do. With. So um, anyone listening to this podcast, because it's obviously not going to come out for maybe two weeks. Yeah. Um, keep an eye out. If you are liking what you're hearing about this group, Team Human, and they are applying for 501C, which is nonprofit status with the IRS, and keep Look Look on Facebook because that's where they're at. Uh, keep an eye out because they will be at a point where they can accept donations. Uh, or if you're interested in volunteering, check it out. So Yeah, because everything they do is, uh, is volunteer, so they don't take any money for that. No. And uh, I think it's nice that we've got that group. Uh, there's also um, the 501st and the Rebel Legion yeah. and the Mandalorian Mercs that are Star Wars affiliated groups that also do charity type work as well. And uh, so we've got a bunch of different groups in Omaha, which is really nice. And uh, um, I know the, uh, what was it, the uh, Omaha Public Schools um, every year, well, the past couple of years anyway, they have a back to school kickoff event that uh, has been at Tech High. Uh, the past couple of years and they have everybody there so they 501st is there and they bring the team human there and 
Uh, basically, anybody that cosplays invited to come, and then they have free giveaways for uh, underprivileged kids that are going back to school. They give away backpacks and um, all kinds of stuff that will help them in the coming school year. And it's a chance for them to come out and not only collect that stuff, but see all these superheroes, interact with them, and kind of get psyched about going back to school for the new year. So, um, so that's one panel. What about the rest of you? Do, um, have you seen any other panels that have been really good so far? I think. Oh, well, yeah, I skipped your panel. <laughs> All that charity stuff. Oh. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I just sat through. I just went to the um, Undead Obsessed, which actually, it sound, uh, I, I had to sneak out early so I didn't get a chance to look at the book. But so it looked was, like she was selling a book. So that uh, was Undead Obsessed My Journey to Discover Meaning in Zombies. Now, and for what she was talking about. Part, part of which is the part that interested me, um, there seemed like there was quite a bit of hydrology. <laughs> and I, I'm a civil engineer, so that was, I could see that book being a nice lead in to shallow water versus deep wells, and which is worse if you, kill, if you end up with it. Contamination, you right? Know? You don't want you don't want a zombie in your well if you're using that well water to survive. Unless yeah. you're trying to take out a competing community oh, full of a holes yeah. stealing your corn that you're right. growing to survive the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, just saying. That's Not that true. I would, but you know, post-apocalypse, you do what you got to do. Right, yeah. right. It's every man or woman for him or herself. Yeah. All right. So, so it was interesting. It was right? informative. Yeah, yeah. And I might, I might actually circle around and get the book. I'm gonna. Yeah. I, nice. Yeah. So, so which is will that be person bound to be better than the last book I bought. Which I'm not is that a series that she's writing, or is I it don't just... know. I, I didn't. Okay. I kind of snuck in two minutes late and snuck uh, out ten minutes early. So you could get to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. I know. Yeah. Right. And yeah. Then, how about you, Audie? Have you gone to any panels or? No, I just sat in uh, on the uh, oh, Meredith. Meredith. Meredith from, Kate. Uh, oh yeah, Meredith from, from the office. Yeah, uh, from what's the her office. name? Kate uh, Flannery. Kate Flannery is yeah. here. Yeah, and I got my got pic- a picture with her. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because. Yeah. Well, I just sort of followed Charles in, and uh, we kind of bailed early because I got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well, was her panel in? Inter- what was she talking? Yeah, about? Audie had a mighty need. Kind of a yeah. Q and A thing, was it? For con food. It was, yeah. came, uh, yes. They talked about the show, and then uh, audience members got to ask questions. Ah. And Charles should be talking about this because it was his. Well, yeah, I, I just, I don't That's know. It, basically, it was fun. She, to it, it was a good panel. It, it was, was a good panel. There was she talked about auditioning and oh yeah and and her, her time as Second City and then that that kind of now is she yeah. is she doing anything currently do you know or I have she's... no idea okay okay I, oh. I I would presume but yeah I have... you could right. have asked uh, I could have hadn't left early yeah Audie got hungry yeah well I'm sure we can find it out on uh, the internets yeah <laughs> but no I got my picture taken because I. I resemble some of her co-workers. Uh, so. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, now, um, you've been out on the vendor floor, and Audie's been out. We know Audie bought a knife. Sword. Sword, sorry. Sir, sir, say, yeah, that's that, not a there knife. There's a distinct difference. Well, there's a three foot distinct uh, difference. Last time he bought that's a what knife. She said. 
Yeah. Yeah, what's that? I think last time he bought it. The last con we went to, he bought a knife. Yeah, he seems to be following in following Jenna here. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, Getting I'm older. The... I've been doing it longer. Uh, <laughs> sir, sir, I have about ten blades. I Ooh. had about ten blades until they were stolen. Son oh, of a bitch. No. Yeah. You were burgled? Wait, did I just I ruin burgled. the kids' rating? Did I? Shit. Well, wait a minute. I mean. <laughs> so were you not home when you were burgled? Because if you were home, I assume you would have grabbed one of your many swords and... Well, I was asking yes. him that earlier if there was a stat out, because I, I do kind of want to look it out, at how often somebody stops a home burglary with a sword. Yes. Or a knife. Right. Or a gun. Well, or no, gun. no, I don't, yeah, the guns happen sure occasionally. It, it actually yeah. does happen, but not recently. Probably more if you're... If you're uh, a ninja and you're at home yeah. and someone breaks in and tries to steal your sword then, yeah, they're in trouble. And Charles did ask me uh, how handy was it. I says, like, one foot out of my bed, and I've got a sword in my hand. So, wow. yeah. the Galactic Driftwood just had an amazing photo shoot. Uh, what was our photographer's name again? What's that? Our amazing photo shoot. Yeah. The oh, yeah, with uh, Cassie. Um. Cassie. So, um, the thing is, I warned all these guys, because we actually brought out all the lightsabers... That everyone had, and it was a lot of money of lightsabers. And I just looked at all the all of our members, and I said, "You guys increased your renters or your home insurance to accommodate <laughs> these lightsabers, right?" Yeah. And they're like, "Oh yeah, that's probably a good point. It's that many lightsabers, folks." Well, and and it's a it's a college degrees worth of lightsabers. I well, think. and John has quite a few too, and he often carries them around in his car. And Why are you trying to get his car broke into? Well, uh, nobody knows what his car looks like, and I'm not going to describe it. It's a yellow VW bus. Uh, no, I'm, it's not. But, <laughs> but he called me one night. He was, we were supposed to get together and do something, and he didn't show up. And I'm like, John, what the heck happened to you? And he's like, my car was stolen. What? Yeah, my car was stolen. And I said, were your lightsabers in it? No, I took him in the house last night, <laughs> and and I'm like, well, that was lucky. Um, so I said, well, you should probably check your car insurance to see if those would be covered since you leave them in there so often. Because it seems like no matter where he goes, he's always able to pull a lightsaber out of his pocket. This is true. I think he started the addiction. I haven't quite caught the bug yet. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I seem to think I'm immune to the bug. It's a matter of time. I like, I like real shiny blades. Yeah. But you do have a Ray cosplay now. I do. See? So I'm, I'm wait, like from the posters of the next Star Wars, her gear and her uh, costume is going to be a really fun cosplay. So I'm holding out. And who's that? I'm uh, sorry? Ray. Oh, Ray, Ray. In Ray. the next movie, like yeah, from yeah, some of the right, initial right, posters. Right. It looks pretty freaking awesome. So I'm holding out for that. That'll be awesome. Now, Charles doesn't really have a cosplay. No. He does have a uh, amazing monocle. We, I did get a monocle. I was talking yeah. to a monocle at one point. Right, right. That seems to have done the trick. Yeah. yeah. I think you need to flesh that out a little bit. And <laughs> we were just talking. There's a pirate fest uh, coming up, right? Yep. Bellevue Berry Farm. If you all haven't heard it, it's a great family slash event to patron. Um there's lots of drinks. There's lots of entertainment. It's uh, outdoors. It's it's really a lot of fun. So if if you're local or if you're within 
even a 100 to 200 mile radius, it's worth coming into Bellevue to see this wonderful event. It's, it's pirating. It's, if you're not sure what a pirate fest is, imagine a Ren Fair, but with a lot of shenanigans, even more shenanigans. Than more pillaging like. and plundering. Hell yeah. All right. Well, nothing wrong with that. And cutlasses, I assume. All the all the sharp and shiny things. Yeah. yeah. And well, there used to be mead, and unfortunately, Moonstruck Meadery does not exist anymore. But there'll be plenty of rum in the uh, Pirates Bay or Cove. I forget what they call it, but that's where I'll be. Nice. And when's that? Uh, that is going to be in August, I believe. I'm looking up because I don't want to be wrong right. and we then get all, get all the negative comments. That's right. And whatever uh, you do, don't misspell the name. Oh, God. <laughs> right. Uh, well, Midwest lo- Pirate Fest. While she's looking that up, uh, we'll continue talking about Charles and his costume. So he's got the <coughs> monocle. I think, Charles, you I need a know. pirate hat. I don't and and just one of those black blousey shirts. Sure, a blousey shirt. That's yeah, just what and I then need. any pants you could wear with it. Hey, and if it's cotton shoes. and free flowy, it's going to help you be outside. So August twenty fourth, and the following weekend, the Midwest Pirate Fest. Definitely check it out. It's a good time. It's a good and, time. And Charles, all. listen, being a pirate with the pirate hat and the monocle would be a lot easier than being a painted blue head in a box. That is yes. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you're saying Charles can earn his way out of the box? Yes, he could. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and uh, he's so been wanting have, to make me a blue head in the box since, since the beginning. Since it's the such, beginning. It's such a good shape. It's it is. such a good shape. He does head. have the perfect head. So it's uh, Mal- <coughs> Dorian Maldivar was the character from Doctor Who that we want him to be, mm-hmm. and Dorian Maldivar played this sort of. Uh, Oh, uh, borderline, you know, if you needed something, he would yeah. acquire it. Maniacal. And you would yeah. pay an exorbitant rate. And it didn't matter if it was legal or li- illegal stuff, uh, but he would get it for you. And uh, so he did a lot of that. And um, But uh, he got into trouble with the headless monks, and they beheaded him and stuck his head in a box. And um, but he did have sure access. I'm sure perfectly reasonable why. Yeah, yeah, but he did have access to Wi-Fi, which was nice. In the box as his head. Hey. So now, Audie, Audie, you're doing a cosplay today. Tell us about that. I keep getting told I look like uh, old Logan. Yes, from uh, Wolverine. Wolverine from yeah. X-Men. Yeah. I would say you look like a younger, older, old man Logan. Yeah, not terribly How dare old. they? Right. How dare they? Right. Yeah. Well, I got talked into buying my little... Stabbers. Stabbers. Uh, the claws. Claws. Wolverine. Wolverine the, claws, yeah. yeah. Adamantium, Adamantium claws. claws. That's what that metal is. Yes. <sighs> right. Uh, I've been trying to remember that all <laughs> Adamantium. Yeah. Well, you know, as Wolverine ages, he gets forgetful. Well, the uh, adamantium uh, poisoned him. Yes, that's, that's right. That's why he was aging. Right. It cur- brings on early Alzheimer's, I hear. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now. What are we talking about again? Yes. <laughs> now, those claws you got, they're, yeah. they're plastic claws. Yeah. But they're. They they're, look pretty good. They look good. And they're sharp. And they're, they're, he- they're brittle. Yeah. And so we were looking at him yesterday, and we were here with my nephew, Jared. Yeah. And Jared puts the claws on, and he's being kind of funny, and he pokes me in the side with him. That hurt. 
I said, hey, what are you doing? That needs to be peace bonded. Yeah, that wouldn't have stopped him from Shh, stabbing don't me. tell anyone. You ruin it. I know. Well, they peace it, bonded his stabbers today, but it doesn't stop you from stabbing I will them. say, no. Ocon, your peace bonding policy is way better than Planet Comic Con. In what way? In that I get to have my guns out. Ah. Uh, for those, because this is not a uh, video like we normally do. This is an audio uh, podcast. I am Lara Croft again. A very muddy-er. Uh, Lara Croft and I have my pistols and when we were at Planet Comic Con they forced me to peace bond my guns to my holsters which takes the fun out of it I mean people want to hold the guns I want to pose with the guns and it was a sad sad day so I think here's the difference that I see between Planet Comic Con and Ocon when it comes to the peace bonding so at Planet Comic Con which was down in Kansas City it seemed to me that the purpose of the peace bonding was try to prevent you from using the weapons to make people think you had a real weapon or, or to cause any harm. But here's the hypocrisy. There were vendors, once you got to the vendor room, selling all of those props yes. that people would not have had peace bonded when they bought them walking around. Right. Yep. Uh, like, for example, a baseball bat wrapped in real barbed wire real like barbed you would wire. see on The Walking Dead. Yeah, that was available for purchase, and you could just buy it and walk it out. Uh, so, but here, the peace bonding seems more to say this has particular weapon has been looked at and deemed safe. Yeah. Yep. So you can have it out. Whereas the other one was more restrictive. Oh yeah, you've got something that looks like a gun. We don't want you to pull it out and make people think it's a gun. I didn't so, have to uh, peace bond my sword. Yeah, but I you couldn't take here you in a could, box. It was in a box, right? <laughs> You couldn't bring it out in the mind. No, I could not have it on And And that's where, what is terrorism? Terrorism is making people change their lives because you've instilled a state of fear. We want to be safe, and we totally understand where Planet Comic Con is coming from because it's such a large event. But also, are we letting, are we letting them paranoia. win? Yeah, are we letting the paranoia by win going too far. by going too far? Because like you and Seth, you had to peace bond your lightsabers. Yeah. Obviously, you are not going to be using them for mass killings. Yeah. Right. Because, let's face it, most of the younglings have already been taken out by Anakin. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I feel a migraine. And, yeah. So, I mean, at this point... You know, I think the and Bill was very saddened by that. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> That's all I got to say about now, that. Now, what are you guys looking forward to later today? Let's see. Um, so our our uh, podcast here is going to be finished up by about around three o'clock, mm-hmm. and uh, at three o'clock, they're uh, running Klingon Jeopardy in the Kent room. Klingon Jeopardy. You know. If you're in jeopardy with Klingons, you're dead. Yeah. That's, you know, that's what I'm thinking. You got the answer right, but you have uh, threatened my honor and goodbye. Yeah, yeah. And that's one thing I haven't seen on the show floor is Batless. Unless you saw any. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen any Klingons. No. Uh, but we did, there is a Klingon table over by where they're... Uh, doing the wrestling stuff, the wrestling table. Uh, right behind that is a big booth with Klingon stuff, and they've got Klingon banners and everything. And uh, 
So um, you can check that out. out. See if there's any badness over there. Yeah, there might be. Um, The one cool thing I did see that you guys might be interested in, uh, we have any fans of barbecuing in the audience? Of yeah. people or food things? Uh, <laughs> or food things that are not people? People that are, in fan, are fans of barbecuing food items. Excellent. But yes. not people. Because on the, on the vendor floor, there is somebody that is selling a TIE fighter that is a barbecue grill. Did you see that? Yeah. Are you, are you going for it, Chris? Because we have, we have an audience, audience member who looks semi excited by that. Yeah, <laughs> a little. Yeah. And we have we we have a, a friend of ours, Bill Hedges, who we uh, interviewed uh, for our podcast a couple sessions ago. He's sitting in the audience. That seems like something, Bill, you would build a, a, a spaceship that's also a barbecue. I mean, you've got some amazing things at your place. So yeah, I looked at that and I thought I could see Bill Hedges building this. So. But Bill can build anything, and yeah. yes. He's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. So so that was pretty cool. Uh, the swords are cool. Um, what else have I seen that's cool? Um, or what's coming up that's exciting? Obviously, the cosplay contest. Because oh, they're right. in this area, it is there are some amazing talent when it comes to oh, cosplay. And uh, there's a podcast following ours, CF3 Podcast. They're going to be talking about Ghostbusters from 1984. I, I like that movie. That oh, was good. <laughs> That's a staple, sir. Now, listen. The first day, the convention opened Friday. I'm in walking around the floor. I mean, literally nobody had sold anything yet. And I walk into a booth, and they've got, uh, looks like about a 10 or 12-inch metal model of the Ghostbusters car. All decked out, everything. And the guy wanted $70 for it. Did you buy it? I did not buy it. (gasps) Somebody did. I did not buy it. I thought, I'm going to have to think about that. It's kind of tempting. And then an hour later, I went back and it was gone. Yeah. It was gone. Bill, Bill thinking means he's he's trying to convince Linda it'll be okay, and Linda says no. (laughs) Right. And sticks to her no. Right. She sticks to her guns. Uh, she's got a rule now, nothing new comes in that something old doesn't leave. Ah, that's and, a fair point. That's and I said, Linda point. is old. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, no, no. Not so that old. So if you I never mean... hear from Bill on our podcast again, <laughs> we know nothing. Uh, Linda was not involved, and she has a beautiful apartment in the islands. <laughs> so, yeah, and I didn't mean physically old. I just meant old to me. We've been together a long time. That's not helping, Bill. No, it's not not helping at all. Yeah, so now I've got two women looking for my head. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. So what else is going on today? Uh, At 4 o'clock, we have the return of the incredibly intimate offline live TubeCast Comic-Con panel in-person local live show live remastered again. That's an awful long title. John was complaining about the title for our panel that we're doing tomorrow that was saying it was too long. So tomorrow we're doing a panel at noon in the Danvers room on Stranger Things. We have any Stranger Things fans? Yeah. Ah. Well, you'll have to come to the panel. We're going to be talking about some of the unanswered questions from season two. We are asking for audience engagement. Yeah, and some theories we might have on season three, what what we expect we might see. 
Um, so our panel name is uh, Dungeons, Demogorgons, and Eleven Oh My. And I'm glad John, you got it right since you're the one who named the panel. No, Seth. Seth, Seth named, named it. it. Are you sure? I'm positive. Mm. Well, I actually might have come up with that. Yeah, and then Seth but it was agreed. a good one, and we yeah, agreed. That's right. So, so, but John gave me hell over the length of the panel name. I should show him this one and say, "Hey." John gives you hell about everything. Well, yeah, pretty much. So let's be honest. He's very critical. He's a cranky panda. He is. A, I'll say it. He's a cranky host. So we got that. Uh, let's see what else is coming up. Uh, so the cosplay uh, green room uh, starts at 4.30. Uh, there's a sexy nerd science podcast, which I might have to take in, that happens at 5 o'clock. Uh, and then the cosplay contest itself starts at 6 p.m. Yes. Now, I've seen some incredible cosplays today. There was a guy in a winged hawk suit. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Uh, Jenna. Did his wings work? I haven't seen him, like, up close. They extend. Oh. Really? Oh, wow. they do extend. That's neat. That's very There's impressive. a young woman running around here in a blue-ish, yeah. similar uh, wings flowing oh, out really? behind her. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, real feathers. Jenna Ooh. saved our podcast booth from an attack from some giant evil creature <laughs> uh, earlier. Oh, fortunately, okay. she was in her Laura Croft cosplay, and and it backed off when it saw her big yeah. guns. So, indeed, indeed. Yes. Just, so that was good. Just another day's work. So yeah. we'll have to definitely video some of the cosplay contest, and uh, so we can feature that a little few clips of that on the show some of the finer cosplays mm-hmm. um and then uh, so tomorrow's our panel anything else tomorrow that you guys are looking forward to or i'm gonna say i'm pretty sad because steve whitmore who's been a part of the jim henson company for decades his q a is during our podcast oh i really wanted you to mean see during it. our panel yeah, sorry, yeah. our panel. Yeah. But which will turn into a podcast, but same difference. Right, right. I mean, uh, panel cast, we'll call I it. I know. He, and he seems, by the amount of time he's allowing for photo ops, he seems pretty low key and shy. Because uh. if you look at his photo, photo op times, they're like 15, 30 minutes tops. Um, huh. Which. You never know someone's experience when they've been a part of Hollywood and filmed this long. Like, you know, they get probably tired. They get tired of these things. But I think for most of us who grew up with the Labyrinth, who loved the Muppets, who loved the Dark Crystal, like someone like that, you you just want to say thank you. Thank you for for igniting my imagination. And um, right. so I'm hoping I can catch him at some other time at some point. Yeah. Now, um, I got a funny story to tell you. So Jenna's dressed as Laura Croft, and we're walking to a panel, and she sees a guy dressed as a, what is it, an adventurer? like Larry, Larry Croft? Larry Croft, right. And so, but this guy's got the outfit, but it's pristine, not a speck of dirt on him. And what did you say? Uh, Something I said, about his crib? I don't trust your adventuring. There's, what, you're way too clean. <laughs> Just cut him right to the quick. Yeah. Just kind of slink As away. As he's getting his picture taken. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because I can. Yes. That was awesome. That was perfect. But, uh, you know, and then he admitted. He's like, I'm way too pretty to get dirty. And I said, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. As long as you're good, as long as you're good with that. As long as we know who's, uh, who's got the bigger balls. Uh, I do. There you go. I do. That's right. Then we're good. Yeah. 
So, Charles, now, uh, is, are you going to be here tomorrow? You're going to be here tomorrow yeah, for the yeah, panel. For the panel. Right? Okay. And then I don't know. Yeah, no, Audie's busy. But I'm you, busy, yeah. Audie can't make the panel. you got a family reunion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so if we don't see you uh, and you're in a... Uh, Never mind. Yeah. In an altered state for several days to recover. Yeah. Yeah, we'll know. We'll understand. Yeah. All right. We'll let it pass. Yeah. So Charles will be here tomorrow, So and tomorrow's the last day. So if you're going to come see something, you got to get down here. Uh, of course, people listening to this, it's too late to get down here by the time you hear it. But you can plan for next year. Exactly. Now, are there any other cons you're looking forward to? I mean, we talked about the Pirate Fest. Yes, as our final question, I am most definitely looking forward to Pirate Fest here in the immediate area because um, it's a great way to just have fun, to be around people who enjoy uh, letting, cutting loose and enjoying the fantasy. Um, the family who owns the Bellevue Berry Farm, they're amazing people, they're good people, and you just want to support local businesses because they're not just... Uh, a place to have events like weddings and pirate fests in the Ren Fair. They're a place to go pick berries, to go pick goods, and uh, just be outside with your family. And that's great fun to go there in the fall, too, around uh, September, October. Yeah, they do the, the whole Ranch of Terror, which is actually one of the best haunted houses I've been to, and I've seen haunted houses between here and Texas, So, yeah. and it's not disappointing whatsoever. Nice. Um, let's see. I've got one. Uh, we're end of July. We're going to a Star Trek convention in Las Vegas that I'm really looking forward to. Ooh. A lot of big Star Trek names are going to be at that one. So that'll be fun. I've gone to some smaller ones in the local area. So this will be my first If you can see one. a George Takei podcast, yeah. he is really funny. He was at my first Planet Comic Con uh, event, and he was just a joy. Nice. Well, I'll look for it. I think he's supposed to be there. Uh, it's, there's just so many uh, people from the show that are going to be there, characters that have been in there that I'm really looking forward to that. Patrick Stewart. Yeah. <gasps> oh, uh, no, I don't think Patrick, but Shatner's going to be there. What? Shatner will be there. Okay, but I know, but we saw Shatner. Yeah. Are you going to see Patrick Stewart? I don't think he's going to be there. I it wasn't on the list last time I looked, which is kind of sad. He's too busy filming his next show. Uh, he might be. Yeah. The, the, the uh, Picard. Picard, Star Trek Picard series is filming. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and uh, so there's that. And then something that else that I'm looking forward to is, uh, so last night after Ocon ended, uh, a bunch of us went out to eat at the Monster Club. You ever heard of the Monster Club? I still need to go there. It's uh, down in uh, Omaha's Old Market. And it's a horror-themed restaurant slash pub. And uh, so we went down there. They have, listen, the hamburgers are to die for. And I consider myself a hamburger Are, are you sure people are not literally dying from the hamburgers no, and I'm being not reincorporated sure. into them? I'm not sure. Them? It tasted so good. It could be. He didn't care. What do it's they fine. call he it? The care. hamburgers it could be human, are the previous customers. Yes, maybe. <laughs> But they're, they're really good. Actually, it's a combination of, like, um, uh, ground chuck, brisket, and short rib. And they mix it together into a burger, and, ah, it is sublime. Seriously. So, anyway, um, so we went there. Uh, but we talked to them. We said we were talking about how that would be a great venue for a future podcast. 
call And they us. said, we would love to have you guys come down and record a podcast. Here. Yes. So we're going to do that. Probably it'll be, uh, we'll record it in late August, and then it'll air in September. So we'll be getting right into the fall Halloween season. So that should be really fun. Now, Charles, Audie, what are you guys looking forward to next in your nerd calendar? You first, yeah, Audie. <laughs> <laughs> Audie, go. Uh, I'm looking forward to TeslaCon. Uh, oh, November. yes, in November, TeslaCon. Yeah. And this year it's going to be uh, the Orient Express, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. So and that's where? Uh, that is in Madison, Wisconsin. Or very close to Madison. Yes, and uh, it's in a suburb of uh, Madison. Yeah. And um, this will be like their 10th year, I think, uh, doing this. So TeslaCon 10. It'll be my second year for it. Yeah. Uh, but every year they have a theme, and the nice thing about it is it's a, a totally immersive event. So when you go to the hotel, they have a sound system throughout the hotel where they're playing, uh, you know, maybe it's uh, like the Battle of Britain, and you'll hear air raid sirens going. This is a steampunk event, by the way. Yeah, steampunk. It's all steampunk. And uh, so it's, uh, it's uh, totally immersive. So this year it'll be uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Yeah. So there will be a murder. Um, it's, uh, so each con kind of takes up where the last con left off in this series of stories that the con originator is painting uh, or writing us through. Yeah. And uh, so he said that this time there will be a main character that we've kind of grown to know and love that is going to be offed yeah. on the Orient Express. So it could be a traumatic event. So bring your Kleenex box, Audie. Oh. At least it won't be me. Yeah. Now, are you going to be in Western uh, attire, or are you going to be like a we'll uh, see. train engineer, or you're just kind of figuring we'll it out as you go? We'll figure it out. All right. All if right. you're going to be a train engineer, I'm going to check you for authenticity. Uh, authenticity? There we go. That's the word. So you want to see like a coal soot on exactly. his outfit, uh, on his head. Right. An engineer? Yeah, yeah. 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 Right? I always think, I was picturing Steam. conductor. Steam? Yeah, or yeah. Or a conductor. I mean. Well, yeah. you could be a conductor, too. I can but be a conductor. Yeah. They dress so. sharper than the engineer. Right, right. And I, I, I'm vain. I want to be the conductor. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be fun. So yeah. just because I know, the difference is the engineer drives the train, but the conductor is the lead of the train right. with the plan and yeah. the thing. So what do you want to be? Do you want to drive it, or do you want to be, be the boss? Yeah. Uh, you'd be surprised who gets paid more, but so that's the trick. Right. You could be driving one of these newfangled clean coal trains. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> newfangled what? I didn't clean hear coal trains. Clean <laughs> coal trains. Yeah, they don't. You don't get coal dust from clean coal. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I'm sure you. <laughs> There's don't. no black lung no. coal trains. No. Nah. Not at all. <laughs> nah. Oh, very good, Charles. You now should make turn. that suggestion. Oh, I don't. I, what's, what, what are no, you going I, to do next? I'm, only, I'm been waiting for calendar. Bill to tell me. <laughs> <laughs> for your nerd calendar, what you're looking well, for next year? I, I I'm responsible for filling out Charles' nerds, Charles's nerd calendar. Bill is Charles. this black hole of Activity? activities yeah. that uh, Charles like you and I got uh, We just kind of glean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, occasionally. Yeah. So well, I kind of, I think I kind of run by you guys. I'm kind of like a crazed weasel. So yeah. when it comes to sci-fi and fantasy and cons, and I, I dash by these guys at warp speed, and they get sucked into my wake and just kind of yep. pulled along. That is yep. how that goes down, yeah. it yep. seems. That would be a good way of putting it. 
Yeah. Because neither neither one of us, I think, remembered even signing up for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. We did. did. That's right. You did. Yeah. I feel yeah. my migraine getting worse. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, we're talking last night to Audi, or a couple of weeks ago to Audi. We're like, uh, so what time are you going to be at Alcon? What's what? that? Yeah. <laughs> Tell and me he, where I'm going and what time to be yeah, there. Yeah, and he had yeah. a three-day pass already. Of course, it was in my, <laughs> is it a on my fridge. Yeah. Huh? Is it a formal affair? That was the next question. Yeah, is it a formal affair? Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah, I'm sure Charles will be getting you up to speed, you know, populating your calendar as we head into the summer and fall season. There'll be a lot of exciting things going on. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I think... At this point, I'm kind of chomping to get back out to the uh, I absolutely floor. am, too. And we know we're going to have video from the uh, awesome panel that Cos- Seth and John are giving right now. Yep, they're mm-hmm. recording that. Hopefully, which, Seth is doing a good job of recording Which I did want to point out. Yeah? Why the Orville is the Star Trek of the new millennium yeah. is a fairly long title. That's true. Yes. That is a good yes. point. Because John's never said anything hypocritical. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. (laughs) All right. The first volley has been cast. All right. So um, shall we um, wrap it up here? Absolutely. uh, I'm Jenna. I'm Audie. Charles. And I'm Bill. And uh, this is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Check us out on uh, YouTube, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast.com. You know, I can go on. All that other stuff that Sean always repeats. Yes, (laughs) right. Or we're we're pretty loose with the platforms. We like any and all. So we're probably there. Or you can go to our website, galacticdriftwood.space. Ooh. Paid extra for that. Well, they wanted us to, but we didn't. <laughs> because of all the life you lost, like wait, getting them to yes. fix our problems? Right. They do have issues sometimes. So, Technology. We love living in the future, but then it doesn't work, and we're like, son of a bitch. Yes. So, all right, folks. Well, thank you all for watching, and uh, we'll hope you tune in this time. Well, they'll be watching because this will, we'll put this on YouTube, and we'll just put a static one of our pr- promo photos. Oh. We may put many of our promo photos up and just switch hey, just them out. Just scroll it out. Right. But we love you and we love Omaha and Omaha is all and Council Bluffs. Thank you so much for uh, hosting us. Doing an amazing con again because yep. it's always good to get with our fellow nerds. And and thank you especially for the free Wi-Fi. We love and that. And the Project yeah. Nerd for putting together yes. this pavilion. Thanks Project, Project Nerd, Nerd, you all are awesome. Yes, we love you guys. All right. Toodles, everybody. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.